Welcome back to Taking Life Offline. I'm Carly Burr and I'm here today and every day to encourage you to take your life offline through sharing stories of people who are doing just that all over the world. And by discussing and breaking down the fears and the valid concerns that most people have behind taking the leap to actually leave social media. Which brings me to our topic today, fear. Fears that hold us back from doing things that we would like to do, things that we know would bring us a better outcome or fill a space in our life that has a whole. So as I sat down to film, I thought of the story that actually most people do not know about me. I'm talking maybe four people know this about me and half those people aren't even in my life anymore. So this is something that I really, I just don't really talk about. This actually isn't the first podcast that I've started. Back in 2019, I was working in SaaS sales on the fourth floor, one of those glass, tall glass window buildings that had polished concrete floors and catered meals and a fully stocked kitchen full of all the Costco snacks and treats you could ever crave. There I was sitting at the end of a row of like six or seven of my fellow coworkers, and I was lucky enough to have the window seat. You know, it pays off to be one of the only girls on the team. And I can't tell you how many hours I spent looking out to the floor to ceiling window, across the parking lot, looking at the movie theater, looking at all the things that were in the distance, just basically daydreaming about being pretty much anywhere but there. I'd worked at this particular company for about four years, and I had moved departments a couple of times. So I'd met some people from a few different departments from the time that I had spent there and all the personalities and all the interesting individuals that were in each place I had the chance of getting to know. And there was another girl who I worked with. She had also been in a couple other departments at different times than me, but we knew a few of the same people. So we were able to like share our stories with each other of the unique quirks of some of our co-workers and the unbelievable encounters that we had with some of these people. So one day as I'm sitting there staring out the window for probably much longer than I should have been into the distance, I just had this crazy idea like one does when you're gazing out a window. My crazy idea was what if I started a podcast with a different personality stereotypes that were in our office that we're surrounded by daily? I mean, surely we were not the only ones working in corporate sales who had these types of experiences that cracked us up, that made us cringe, that made us facepalm, that made us irritated and all the other emotions in between. And I'm not exaggerating when I say we had stories upon stories that you wouldn't even believe. I thought it'd be really fun and entertaining to share these stories on a podcast and totally anonymously so that no one could pinpoint where we'd worked. This was the thought I had. And when my friend got to work, I told her all about it. And I was like, do you want to do this with me? Don't you think this would be fun? And she was like, sure, let's do it. So I got to work and I wrote up an intro, bought the Corporate Legends domain. We opened up a Corporate Legends email account, did all the little backend things. And then before you knew it, the podcast came to a screeching halt. <laughs> we didn't even publish more than our first episode. I'm pretty sure we only published the first episode, although we had filmed a couple of them. And it's because I got super overwhelmed. I was trying to also film my videos for YouTube at that time, and I had a newsletter going, and that's really where my heart was. So this just kind of felt like I was spreading myself too thin for something that didn't really matter to me and didn't help me 
make a difference like what my heart was calling me to do. And that was the end of it. The podcast was over before it even started. And I kind of just had labeled it in my head as scary, overwhelming thing not to do at this point in my life. And that was the end of the Corporate Legends podcast. It ended as quick as it started in about three weeks. To circle back to fear and stress, the story came to mind because maybe a year or two after, I started to get asked to do a podcast by my newsletter friends and by, and by my YouTube subscribers. And I've been doing YouTube for almost two years when we did the Corporate Legends podcast for the few weeks that it lasted. And so the next year when this started getting brought up, I instantly got that feeling of being overwhelmed. Like doing a podcast and YouTube and newsletter is just way too overwhelming for me. And my regular job and trying to grow a family, I just, it just was too much. And I always thought someday I'd like to probably start a podcast. I think I'd enjoy that. I think it could be a way that I could really get across people and really help people through a podcast, but it's just not now. So the podcast just kind of stayed in the back of my mind for a future time that I could not foresee. Now fast forward to the end of June of this year, 2023. It was so hot outside. So one of my neighbors, she has this big blow up that she blew up and you have water going on it's a big slide it has like bouncy house in it for the kids so we're over there with my two girls just hanging out chatting with the neighbor friends and one of my good girlfriends who was there she was like hey what is your podcast called i was looking for it the other day and i just could not find it anywhere and i just was laughing i'm like oh well that's because i don't have a podcast i have a youtube channel and she's like oh duh okay yeah, well, that makes sense why so I couldn't find the podcast then. And that was kind of the end of the conversation. We just went about the rest of our conversation and then we went home. I put my girls down for a nap, made my lunch, and as I sat down to eat, I just could not stop thinking about a podcast. For some reason, suddenly, it didn't feel so overwhelming and scary anymore. Now, to bring this full circle again, I was afraid to start a podcast about the exact same topic I was talking about on YouTube because of the experience that I had with my corporate legends pod that didn't even launch. So I just put podcasting on the back burner and, you know, labeled it as something that stresses me out and that I'm afraid of. I honestly don't fully understand why my friend mistaking my YouTube channel for a podcast really shifted something for me, but I'm so grateful that she did because I feel this is how I'll finally be able to have an impact and start moving this movement forward, start a movement offline and really be able to help and find the people who are just itching to join us on this path less traveled offline. Had I sat and thought about starting a podcast this time for too long, I could have easily talked myself out of it. I could have stayed in my fear, stayed in my stress-based mindset about podcasting, but I followed that undeniable feeling and I trusted in God that this was the way for me to go in order to stay aligned with his will for me. This experience has been a lesson for me to not let fear hold me back, to get out there, to continue to try new things and to trust in the process. I used to make an effort to really put myself out there a lot and do things that made me uncomfortable. But it's been quite a while since I've just taken a leap of faith. And let me tell you, it feels really, really great. This experience has had me thinking a lot about you and about the fear you might feel about leaving social media. The fear of missing out on whatever it is for you that ultimately is holding you back from doing this hard yet rewarding times 10,000 thing. But how do we get over our fears? In my personal experience, it's always been through action, through just stepping into the fear and getting through it and coming out okay 
on the other side. Because most of the time, that's, I think, how it plays out much better than we had anticipated it to be in our mind. Then we sit and wonder why we waited so long to just do the dang thing. I have a beautiful story I want to share with you from one of the people who I feel so lucky to be connected with through my letter, The Offline Diaries. This is a story of Sarah. She's from Southern California, and she shared this with me in response to a letter I sent out about the story that I just told you about how this podcast came to be. So here's Sarah's story. She says, it is so crazy how we let fear or stress hold us back. I've been thinking about this lately. I moved to San Diego to be in my church about five years ago, and I had ordered a custom harp with the intention to join the worship team. For over four years, I let the harp sit in the corner of my room because I was too afraid of failure. Multiple people would ask when I was going to join, and I felt such a pull from God to join, but I was so sure that I would get on stage and not know what to do. All of our worship is spontaneous, so you never know what you're going to play until you're actually doing it. I was certain I wouldn't be able to find the key by ear and I would just sit there. I finally decided to join in January of this year, but I was terrified. From the first night, it felt like everything clicked and I found the place that I belonged the whole time. I've been able to find the key, play along, and have improved my skills dramatically in the past seven months. I look back and can't believe how I allowed fear and a lie to hold me back from fulfilling the role I was meant to. Then I think about the other areas that I hold back out of fear of failure and think that it must be the same lie. Isn't Sarah's story incredibly amazing and inspiring? When she, when I read this, I had, I hurried and messaged her back. I was like, this is wonderful. This story gives me so much energy and so much life. I feel so inspired reading her story. So I had to share it with you because I think it's relatable in a way to all of us. How many of us have not done something due to fear of failure? I'm raising my hand and you probably are too, but look at Sarah. She's this incredible example of stepping into the fear and making it out on the other side, totally fine. In fact, better off. She feels like she's finally fulfilling that role she was meant to. And there's no greater feeling in the world than that right there. I just love what she says at the end. And it really is a lesson in such powerful words to me when she says, I think about the other areas that I hold back out of fear of failure and think that it must be the same lie. And yeah, it must. I mean, if we all could find the courage to face our fears in whatever area of life it might be, imagine the lives we could be living right now. What a shame and what a bummer to go about life never facing our fears and being robbed of what God has in store for you, for me, for all of us. He's just waiting to bless us if we could put our trust in him and take the leap of faith through him we can do it through him we can do all things so today i am challenging us to honestly answer then act on this question what would you do or start today if you knew you could not fail in other words what is the fear of failure holding you back from Is it applying to your dream job, leaving social media, starting a new relationship, working towards fitness goals, etc.? You fill in the blank. And here's my answer to this question. I would start a monthly get together with some women in my neighborhood where we would get together, we'd chat, we'd catch up, eat some yummy finger foods, and then just quickly chat about a random topic that we pulled from some cards just to keep the conversation fresh and new and interesting each time and just to get to know each other on different level because the questions that would be on the cards would be, you know, interesting talking points. So why haven't I done this? 
Well, I haven't done this for a number of reasons, because first of all, I moved here about a year and a half ago. And when we were waiting for our house to be done, I remember telling my husband, I'm like, okay, I want this to be different. I want, when we move here to host, I want to have people over. I want to get to know our neighbors. I want, like, I want this hosting to come out of our new experience where we moved to. I had this goal to really make hosting a priority. I was so serious about this. I even bought a book and read it and took notes on it. And it was called The Art of Gathering. I was really gearing up to learn how to host really good gatherings. And honestly, it's not like we have a ton of space in our house. It's not like the most ideal for hosting, but I just need to get over that. And I am proud of myself for hosting last year because I did do a decent job at having people over for dinner. We'd invite couples over for dinner to get to know some more of our neighbors. So I'm proud that I did that, but I really would like to do this regular gathering with some women in my neighborhood. And it does really make me feel like I'm stepping out of my comfort zone when I think about starting something like this, because what if I can't host everyone in the neighborhood? What if someone feels left out that doesn't get invited? What if they hear about it? And it's not like it's hush-hush, but I don't want to make anyone feel bad. What if no one shows up? Or what if no one likes the idea of pulling a card and talking about something interesting? What if people don't want to open up? What if, what if, what if, what if? Also, I'm not great in big groups socially. I prefer smaller groups. I prefer more one-on-one. And I don't do great particularly with a bunch of women. I just don't feel like I relate a lot of the time. So... All those things are going through my head Um, and they're holding me back from just doing the thing. So I'm going to make plans this fall to host this type of gathering. And honestly, it's hard right now because I have a six month old, almost seven month old who is not a great sleeper. She's not consistent with her sleep. So I can put her to bed and she could be awake 30 minutes later, an hour later. So what if everyone's over here and she wakes up and I have to leave and go upstairs and help her, and the host can't leave the party. Like, I have all these things going through my head, right? But I guess I'm gonna just have to cross that bridge when I get there. So I hope that me sharing my answer to the question, what would you do if you knew you could not fail, or what is the fear of failure holding you back from? I hope my answer helps get your mind going to think of how you would answer that question and what you can do to take action toward facing that fear today. Because sometimes the best way to face our fears is just to jump in head first before we have too much time to think about it and talk ourselves out yet again. Thank you for being here and listening to today's episode. Do you have a story before you go? Do you have a story like Sarah where you're able to overcome a fear and on the other side of it, you were surprised? Send me an email at carly at carlybird.com. I'd love to hear from you and be able to share your experience in a future episode. And while you're at it, while you're thinking about your story, if you don't have one, that's totally fine. What about sending me the answer to this question? because I'd also love to include your answer to that in a future episode as well. If you enjoyed the discussion today, be sure to leave an honest review and let me know what you think. That way I can help people better be able to discover my show and hopefully join us to be encouraged to take the leap and join us on this path less traveled. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will catch you next Monday.